Hello, you're still alive, and this is Jonah Radio. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neither. Oh. Out here, it's just a little bit Ooh, strange. Ooh, you better. Trip without the danger. Get off the cross, dude. Hang on with your friends. Hooray, hooray. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray. Dio once again cannot make it, but we are hoping to get him one day. We did get a comment on our um itunes or our, what is it called now a podcast apple podcast we got a mm-hmm. uh, someone gave us a little bit of a, a a comment they were upset they were very upset that um uh, they said uh needs more dio booby tuesday says needs more dio seriously enough already get dio on here we are trying we have been talking to shaman from throughout the metal world, we're talking to people on in uh, Nordic regions of the world to see if we can summon Dio one day. Cash, where are we up? Where are, are we? Are we getting any further on that? Uh, looks like the download is stalled at around sixty-eight percent. Okay, so once uh, once uh, Dio's uh, Afterworld gets uh, some Spectrum internet, we'll hype that up a bit. Uh, Neil, uh, have you had any luck trying to summon Dio anytime recently? Um, just Ooh. telepathically, but it's not, it's bad audio. It's, it wouldn't be good for the podcast. Speaking of, yeah. you just had some terrible audio right there when you were speaking. And we fixed Neil. Neil, show those people how good you sound now. This is how good I sound now. Give us a little, sing, oh, wow. sing, sing us a little song, Neil, real quick. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb. Neil, Neil, we're going to get little. sued. Neil, we, <laughs> we're gonna we get can't sued. afford it. <laughs> Mother Goose is litigious as shit. Oh. Um, and so we are all here, and we have a guest uh, today. Today, our guest is a, is a neighbor of mine, a pal of mine, and uh, uh, the, the man who has come up with this extraordinary um, uh, uh, idea to connect everybody uh, through music from around the world. It is called Play Music on the Porch Day, uh, and his name is Brian Malman. Brian, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, Jonah. Thank you so much for having me. This is really cool. I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. You, you, you could, uh, uh, you, you could uh, uh, tell us a little bit about Play Music on the Porch. Just get more into the, like, the details of, of what it is. All right. Well, I started it a few years back. I do a lot of like, um, social practice start type artwork, and I was kind of playing with the idea of a, a, go- a global collaborative art project. So I experimented with a few different things, and um, came up with play music on the porch day, which basically you invite people from around the world to come out and record themselves playing and share it with the hashtag play music on the porch day. And um, it took off way more than I expected. Most of the stuff that I'd been doing really just nobody did. So this one was pretty amazing. So for so long you felt like a failure and then all of a sudden (laughs) yeah i mean crying myself to sleep that night you know feeling worthless yeah but then this one you know like seven people did it no (laughs) so now you know but it took off i yeah i didn't really push it as much i was kind of curious what what it would do so i just sort of put it out there and i started getting video back videos back from all over the country which 
kind of caught me off guard. So I decided the next year I was really going to push it. Um, and that next year I reached 17 countries. Um, and it just completely kept growing from there and there. And at one point, I don't know when it was, but I got a like three years into it probably, I got a video of a guy playing guitar in front of an urt in Mongolia. And this, oh. this little girl comes out and she's sort of teasing him while he's playing. And it, it was just this moment like, wow, this is, this is something kind of special and kind of spectacular. So it's really, um, really taken over my life since then. I'm, I do visual art as well, but it's kind of gone to the side as I've been connecting with musicians and connecting with people all over the world. Um, it's a daily thing where, you know, what city are you in? What are you doing? And everybody speaks English, which is amazing with slang and everything, you know, mm-hmm. mo- often, most of the time, better than I do. So um, it's surprisingly easy to connect once you start reaching out. But yeah, it's been fantastic. And then what's that you that you sit you with the slogan you have for is like, what if everybody uh, stopped for one day? What's the yeah, thing? what if for one day, everything stopped, and we all just listened to the music? And I've like That's followed cool. I've followed the hashtag before on years for because you do it on August. Uh, was the this date? year? It's the 29th. We do it the last Saturday in August every year. So whatever that is, the last Saturday in August, and this year it's the 29th. Yeah. And like I, I've followed the hashtag, and it is yeah, it's global. It's people like p- posting stuff on Instagram, videos on Instagram, or going on Instagram Live uh, all over the world. Like so, you're like going through this hashtag, and you're seeing people. Like in, in Africa, in Europe, all around the country, um, just like playing, kind of like, like whatever kind of music, and it usually ends up being kind of a, a like the folk music of the region, right? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, what I find so spectacular is it really reaches into like small towns and little cities. So you're really getting, you know, people, real people doing this, you know, and it's not just like famous people or people with a lot of money that have access or something or whatever you're getting, you know, grandmas and kids and, and real traditional music. And it's fantastic. Um, and I'm like, uh, you've even had, because of the, like the community that's kind of, uh, sprung up around this, um, you've, uh, uh, like you've had people do collaborations with each other, right? Yeah. I've become really good friends with a guy named Tanache, who's in a band called Guavedzi in Harare, Zimbabwe. Um, and you know, we talk all the time and we started, I I, I had this idea of what if I could put people together and just have them collaborate on a song. And of course, Tanache was like, yeah, let's do it. So I I contacted, I don't know if you're the legendary shack shakers and the main guy in that is a guy named JD Wilkes. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's been really supportive of this thing right from the beginning. So he was kind of the first person that came to mind. So I ran it past him and he was like, yeah, send it over. So um, the two of them, from then on, I just let them put it together and do something. And it's spectacular. I mean, we have a clip of the the track that they collaborated on. Um, uh, and I'm assuming they just kind of did that by sending each other stuff over the internet, right? Yeah. Just back and forth. You know, they, I, I don't know exactly how they did it, but between the two of them, they figured it out pretty quickly. Actually. We have a, we have a clip of that. Uh, Cash, you want to uh, play a little bit of that, that collaboration? Oh, uh, what's it called? It's the one I emailed you just a little bit ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I must've, must have get, missed it. Okay. This is oh song. This is when we're talking about our guest thing. Um, I see that song 
right there. And I <laughs> will open it up. This is Neil, are you okay, Neil? You got you got a throat <laughs> thing? Yeah. I, I was I started to laugh and then I started to choke. <clears throat> oh no. It's a it's a I I mean you could mean this song. There you go. There it is, yeah. Now Tanache plays a Imbira, which is a thumb sort of piano thing. You can hear him starting with that. Isn't that yeah. great? That's real great. And that's um, JD. Also, is like he's a wh- he can whistle. Like he whistles on albums, so that's him whistling and playing harmonica. And then Guavedzi did the rest of the song. And there's an imbira in there, which is a it's an instrument from Zimbabwe, and it's like a little piano. But it, you play, you pluck like pieces of metal on it to play it. It's really neat. I have one of those. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what he's playing there. Yeah, it's uh, there was a guy that um, would record like punk bands. He like had a very cheap kind of setup in Hawaii uh, when I was growing up, and his name was um, he was he was a white guy, but everyone uh, his his name was Baba Tunji because his uh, his parent he was like born and raised uh, in Africa, and so his, oh. his parents gave him a traditional name. But he was just this kind of like kind of a hippie dude, ponytail, and like would would but like loved recording, and so like he and he was cheap, so he would like in this old <laughs> in this old abandoned Kodak film processing building that still smelled like terrible chemicals that was probably making everyone sick he set up a little recording studio and like like every every band in hawaii basically like recorded through him oh that's awesome and yeah that's amazing but he so he had one of those and i remember like playing with all the time and he was it's like tell me i was just like man i gotta get one of these and just like i like a couple years ago i was at guitar center and they were having a sale and i got one for like 10 bucks and they're just beautiful really (laughs) relaxing to play you just you know you know play it like in your like just hold it in your hands and kind of pluck at it with your thumbs. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful instrument, and you know it. It 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 does. You get a pattern going, and you can. It's kind of mesmerizing. Yeah, but we've done we've done that one, and we did one. We did a collaboration with a composer in um, Portland, and he used a broken piano that he was plucking on. It's really kind of neat. And then he collaborated with a, a tar player from from Tehran, Iran, and those two made one. And now we just finished another one with Guavedzi and an, uh, an opera singer from from por- a Portuguese opera singer. Wow. And that one's going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. That's awesome. So the so, last yeah. Saturday, the last Saturday of uh, August is going to be Play Music on the Porch Day. Um, you can follow Play Music on the Porch Day um, on Instagram. 
uh, at Play Music on the Porch Day? Yep, Play Music on the Porch. And Play then Music on the Porch, yeah. Do a, suit, do a search for it, and you'll see stuff comes up of people playing all over the place. So you just searching for it is fun. Yeah, and we implore any of our uh, listeners who are musicians to uh, um, contribute to it. You know, we we have some we have listeners from uh, up to upwards to three countries, mm-hmm. and so wow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, Puerto, two Rico's, of those countries are, Puerto Rico's not are a country. Oh yeah, okay. um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, we're, uh, at, we're at fifty countries this year. So if any, we want to get a hundred. So if you guys a hundred cities and a thousand or a hundred countries and a thousand cities. So any reaching out by anybody is greatly appreciated. Yes, okay. spread the word. Uh, we're gonna, we'll, the we'll word. continue to talk about this uh, later, but Brian's going to join us, so we're going to break for a song right now. You know here at Jonah Radio, we love covers, and recently a uh, uh, a listener uh, gave us uh, a bit of a uh, – um, he's, he's, he, he's like, he's like, this is right in your wheelhouse. He has a uh, record label called Glory or Death Records. Um, they're out of Oceanside, California, and he just put together a uh, he's going to be putting together these compilations, cover compilations called Bow to Your Masters. And this is Bow to Your Masters Volume One. And in Bow to Your Masters Volume One, he had a bunch of metal bands uh, do covers of Thin Lizzy songs. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. He has uh, like High and Fire doing Vagabond of the Western World. He has Gygax doing Emerald. He has uh, um, uh, 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 Goya doing cowboy song, um, Mouths of Thieves. It has like a bunch of different members, like even like a you know a drummer from uh, that w- formerly of uh, Poison Idea was in there. Uh, and we're gonna play a song from there. It's the it's one from a band Kook, which I love that name. Um, uh, but uh, it's a it's a version of Thunder and Lightning, and this is all available right now. Um, uh, Glory or Death Records uh, dot Bandcamp dot com. Um, this guy runs this label and, uh, he seems like a real good dude. So here is, uh, here's their version, uh, Kook's version of, uh, lightning, uh, sorry, of thunder and lightning. Go for it. Catch.
Okay, awesome. That was Kook uh, with Lightning and Thunder off of the uh, Glory or Death Records, uh, Bounty or Masters Volume 1, Thin Lizzy. A ton of great stuff on there, a ton of great renditions of Thin Lizzy songs. Neil, as the resident Thin Lizzy fan, what did you think of that cover? I give it 10 Phil Lynott mustaches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, uh, Brian's son, uh, is, has been, uh, practicing the drums a lot lately and he's getting, <laughs> he has. And he's getting really good. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a bit of revenge. Cause when Jonah moved in, he told me he was the drummer in a death metal band. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting revenge no, over no, the long term. <laughs> Brian, no, Brian, you're, you're, you're mixing up the story. So like, oh, it's like really? okay. yeah. So like D and I move in and we see Brian and he's like, saying, Hey, I'm your neighbor. And we, you know, we walk across the street and we were talking to him. And then it's, uh, and then you know, he goes, he's like, I should let you know, like, I actually like, uh, I have a death metal band and we practice here. We're pretty loud. <laughs> and then uh, my reaction was like, oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> and then Brian goes, no, you were supposed to be like worried and upset about it. I've been planning this. <laughs> he had been planning this joke, like to whoever bought the house across the street. I played a long game. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, fantastic. But uh, yeah, it's uh yeah, his, and his sons were really sweet. The other day, they uh, on my birthday, they uh, I got a text from Brian saying, "Come outside," and I went outside, and his two boys held up a sign that says, "Happy birthday, Jonah," and they and then I made them sing for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're such a blast, and it's frustrating. Calvin is such a natural with drums. He's like better at music than anything. I wanted to be a musician more than anything in the world, but I just have zero talent. And watching him, I'm like so jealous. <laughs> Man. Well, you should tell him that it's time for him to live your unaccomplished uh, dreams. I do that. I try so hard. I think that's I how they say to raise. Him. That's how you raise kids, right? You say, now it's your turn to do everything I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't come back in this room, if it's not full of weed smoke, you're grounded. kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, what I hope is that you're, uh, well, cause your brother, your brother is actually a musician out in Minneapolis, right? He is. Yeah. Mark Malman. He's, he's better. He, he's yeah. He's professional musician, lots of albums, toured all over the world and all that stuff. Yeah. And he so knows in a, in a house like that. Go ahead. And he knows, um, he knows, uh, our friend Harmar too, right? He sure does. Yeah. They go way back. Yep. Incredible. And then you and I meet in Los Angeles, California. Um, yes. Well, what I what I hope is that your sons not only get into music, but get into uh, the world of music news. Ah, that's right. I hope they learn all about the weird stuff that happens that has nothing really to do with music. But do their homework. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, speaking of thin, Leslie. All right, guys. First off, uh, John. Um, Dusik uh, from Consequence of Sound just reported that Iranian 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 metal band uh, Arsames, uh is facing 15 years in prison for playing "quote unquote" satanic music. Wow! Oh boy! Yeesh. The band members are currently out on bail and are awaiting trial. Isn't that gnarly that that can still happen in this day I, and age? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's pretty messed you up. Could, they're charged with 15 years in jail for being in a satanic metal band and being against the Islamic government. Wow. For a country that's supposedly like a thousand years, you know, uh, behind in, you know, social progress, that's only about 
thirty yeah. for America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satanic Panic was like eighty four. Yeah, I mean that's uh, what's the um, the Paradise Lost, the uh, West yeah. Memphis Three. I mean that like only happened a little bit ago. Um, but like you know they've they, they in two thousand fourteen they did do a cover of uh, Slayer's Raining Blood, uh, which is pretty satanic yeah um but there was also it's a, there apparently sounds familiar to uh people who uh, uh know about the band confess who were sentenced last year to 74 lashes and a combined 14 and a half years in prison by the revolutionary tribunal of tehran wow couple of questions insulting Yikes. the sanctity yes yeah what do you got cash i am i am uh, well versed in all of this do, so is please. there <laughs> is there video of the lashes? Because that would make an awesome music video. Um, that, I, <laughs> um, and two, is, are they all in like the same cell block? Because I could see like maybe some sort of like prison sun records that they get going in their prison sun satanic records. That's true, but it, but instead, it's going to be all just like a, basically like acapella, and then the drums are just going to be you know a tin cup going back and forth over the bars. <laughs> satanic jail rock? That's yeah, awesome. It, I mean, it's it's sad that they're going to be in jail for that long. Yeah. <laughs> nice backpedal, Cass. Yeah, it's messed up. I mean, there's there's a lot of great music and great art in Iran, and they're dealing with the you know the oppressive government, the re- over religious zealots, in the same way that we are in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, I was just watching a um uh the uh, Circus of Books uh, documentary last night on uh, on Netflix, and it's about the uh, you know the uh, gay porn store um that started in uh, Los Angeles, and um but they go into like just you know just so funny because you know that it was illegal to be homosexual uh and you know like it's a you know all the stuff about larry flint kind of like getting in trouble with like us you know peddling smut and whatnot but um but just to kind of like you you know that you remember it but then like when you just see you know the president of the united states saying they're going to just arrest people that are making porn like it's just like that was just in the eight it's like it wasn't that long ago uh this idea of just like just religious zealots uh making laws for uh human beings yeah yeah. Um, yeah. We we should do something about that. That's why we all gotta make art, make noise, yeah, raise their voices, yeah. be rude. Or if you're like Lamb of God, who is inherently an evil band, uh, you can you can start selling your own small batch coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb of God now have their own coffee, which is uh, dubbed Memento Mori, and uh, it's a. Uh, it's a uh, collaboration with um, uh, the Nightflyer Roastworks, and uh, so yeah, you can go and do that too, and just give people the energy to, uh, you know, praise we the need, Dark Lord. Here's what we need: we need a satanic international lobbying group because nobody's going to get these satanic bands uh, out of like. There's no international Christian groups that's going to get satanic bands. We need the the proceeds of that coffee <clears throat> to go to some sort of like evil rescue group i don't know how how i'm just spitballing guys feel free to jump in so so like uh so you're you're saying like uh actually i don't know i have no idea what you're saying (laughs) so like an evil avengers i don't know if that works um well the the church of satan or or whatever it's called they're they're like uh trying to like file lawsuits to replace confederate statues with statues of beelzebub down in the south 
Yeah, I mean the the, the Church of Satan. Um, that organization has been doing a lot of great, very funny stuff. Um, uh, they there's a documentary on them. I think it's on Amazon or Hulu. Uh, but it's it's really great. Basically, it's just like uh, an organization hell bent on uh, like uh, showing a lot of the hypocrisy of uh, uh, of uh, religious run government and just and First Amendment uh, rights. It's, it's yeah. they do a lot of great stuff like that. They're like, oh well, like it's like if I I'm saying I believe in this, so we should be able to have a goat statue in front of the uh, in in front of town hall. Yeah, oh, wait, Michael Jordan? Yes, Michael Jordan. The goat. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um. So uh, here's here's a fun thing I found. I've been really really digging uh, metalinjection.net lately. It's like one of the funniest and. Uh, uh, just fun music sites I've found and it's all metal stuff. Uh, but they just, they just are very good at finding weird things and having a lot of fun and they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, but in there I found, um, uh, a, a thing they posted where, uh, it's a mashup guy that, uh, William, uh, Maranci, and he, uh, just did a, a mashup, uh, that works really well of a song from Slipknot. Uh, and of course the Baja man, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Let's hear a little bit of that catch. That is oh beautiful! It, wow, it was too tasty. <laughs> this is what the guy who discovered peanut butter and chocolate together feels like. I'm I'm pretty. <laughs> like, you're hearing you're like, yeah. I didn't think of that. It's so, yeah, so uh, that's exactly what the dogs needed was heavy, heavy, heavy drums. <laughs> it really works too, just because of that kind of growly, like it don't be do do do. Like you're like, oh shit, that does sound. <laughs> Like I was surprised that wasn't actually some of the Slipknot, you know, singing there. <laughs> that Corey Taylor, yeah, that Corey Taylor, the guy I really like, just yep. don't like his band. But I don't know him personally. But like every time he like talks on, it's it's also it's almost how I feel about uh, Rob Zombie, where it's like, like it's like I love like reading Rob Zombie interviews. I I, I love like hearing him talk about stuff uh, and when he writes about stuff. But I've never really liked much of the stuff he's made as far as uh, music. You know, movies music, or yeah. music. You didn't like any of like that. Uh, what I what was it, what was the first album? Uh, Zombie Sex Kill or something? Maybe I should go back. I mean, I just I think um, when I when I was younger, I didn't like and like it's like I guess you know I don't know more human than human. It, maybe I should go back. Maybe I should like you know go back at it with more open ears. Yeah, go 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 to the first album. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was thinking this might might be a good topic someday. But uh, if there's a word that you hear and that it always makes you mentally fill out the rest of a lyric from a song, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and off that album, so for I don't know, I guess going on 25 years now, whenever I hear the word "meanwhile," I <laughs> I fill in "meanwhile" behind the facade of this innocent-looking bookstore, 
which is a, a sample they used on that album. Oh, okay. Do you, do you do you know where that might be from? I think it's from Batman or something. Yeah. Like oh, six, yeah, that makes sense. Sixty six Batman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess there's always like yeah, like those words that come about and where you just. Um, I guess it would be like some. That isn't helmet. Meanwhile, too. Meanwhile. That, meantime. 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 Ah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, and then uh, anytime you say it's been a while, you can't help it's it. Been it's been a while. Yeah. Um, and oh, there's also uh, anyway. Here's Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's been. It's been. Yeah. Um, Neil, you okay? Yeah, I'm sitting on a Swiss ball, so I'm making fart noises. It's a lot. A oh lot yeah, of 99 movement. Luft Balloons. Um, Whenever that comes up, I always think of that song. <laughs> you know, you're just sitting around. And you're like, "Hey, I need some party supplies." Yeah. How how many Luft Balloons <laughs> do you need? Um. <clears throat> recently, uh, people have been making the mistake of uh, there's a New Jersey metal band, and uh, a lot of people keep on based off of their name, keep on trying to make reservations for them because they have the same name as a pub in England. <laughs> um, uh, this is being reported over at metalinjection.net from uh, Greg Canelty, and uh, he's saying that uh, the fine folks local to the Swashbuckle Tavern, Cleethorpes in Cleethorpes, United Kingdom, just want to book a table at their favorite pub. So they go on Facebook, they find the Swashbuckle Facebook page, and then they message away. Um, <laughs> and so um, and so the uh, Swashbuckle had to uh, make a statement saying, Dear people of Cleeth- Cleethorpes, UK, you might not be aware that there is a pub slash restaurant named Swashbuckle in your town. We are fully aware because we receive at least a message a week from some clueless dunce asking us to reserve them a table. People, oh, be smart. A turn from polite to kind of like uh, a little bit uh, snooty. <laughs> yeah, it's always says people be smarter and do your research before shooting a DM to three idiots in tricorn hat. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He's all the response will not be in your favor. Also, don't be like this piece of shit. Uh, and, and so, wow. And so they uh, they they show like a, a little exchange. Someone says, "Can we book a table for six for half ten, please?" And then they respond with, "Fuck no, you can't." <laughs> and then the person responds with black lives matter and then they respond with yes they do and then the, and then the like the the person trying to get the table says then get us a table <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the per- and then they respond with uh get yourself a fucking table <laughs> and then the person says this attitude stinks and then they respond with, your reading comprehension stinks, as well as your fucking ability to do your research. We're a band, not a fucking rest- restaurant. So go search the fucking pub you're looking for and message them. And they said, um, try not to use a cause as important as Black Lives Matter to try and book a corner booth so you can eat shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. So um, I, think, I think we might have buried the lead here. These guys wear tri-corner hats when they play? <laughs> <laughs> well, their name is Swashbuckle, so. That's cool. I like yeah. that. What was the other, uh, like, metal band that dressed up like uh, King George or whatever? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, we did a whole we did a whole thing of all the subgenres of metal, and there's a whole lot of pirate metal. And then there's, like, there's subgenres within pirate metal. Yeah. Yeah. 
In Boston, oh. there was this band called Arg that would um, just show up to other people's gigs. And then right after they did their sound check, they would just run up and take over the, the band's equipment and start playing. Oh, that's right. Until they got kicked off, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's such a, they were just that's such a great idea. Yeah. Mm. What, the only would be funny if you were telling someone that and then they just kind of go, and it turns out they were like the <laughs> best band. But they never got a chance to finish a song, <laughs> and they never recorded because they couldn't break into any uh, recording studios. <laughs> I just love the idea of like after they take over the the other band's uh, set, they go back and then they take over the other band's merch table, and it's just their name written on everybody else's merch. <laughs> they just yeah. draw over just it, vandalized record covers. Um, well, we're gonna take a break with a song uh, real quick and do some ads. Um, uh, we're gonna uh, play. Uh, you know, we love covers here. John we Lee, do. Mm-hmm. We As do. We previously do. stated. Yes, and we uh, also love the band Pup uh, out of Canada, uh, out of Toronto. Neil's future home someday, Toronto. Toronto. Uh, Toronto. And um, and so uh, Pup just did a cover of Granddaddy's uh, uh, AM80, which is uh, one of my favorite songs, and also a great Granddaddy song. And then Pup did uh, their kind of pop punk version of uh, of that song. So uh, we're going to uh, listen to that song and then do uh, some ads. And then we'll be right back with more Brian Mallman and play music on the Porch Day Conversations. Awesome.
Hey everybody, it is Cash, and I'm here to talk about Keeps. Uh, Keeps is great uh, because uh, two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. I'm way past that. The way, best way to prevent hair loss is do something about it while you still have hair left. Well, now you can get treated from home because you used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home. Make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generics versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash radio. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I. We're talking about Harry's. You know, in this time, everybody's trying to save money. How much money could you save in one year by switching to Harry's? Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City. Enough for three deep dish pit dinner pizzas in Chicago. Enough for six months of your Netflix subscription. How? Well, Harry's delivers high-quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand, and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. I love Harry's because it's a very easy step I just uh, snap in my 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 handle to the new blades that they send me, clean up, and I can wear my mask to work with. Uh, it allows me to breathe. It allows me to uh, keep this cool beard I have very neat and trimmed. Well, Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. That's right. Just $2 a blade. Quality, durable blades. They've cut out the middleman. They manufacture blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. Someday I'm going to go to Germany and I'm going to visit that, that particular factory. Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in one stop. You can get blades, hair care, and shower products all on harrys.com. And just like their braids, blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. And they're still doing their good work. 1% of proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to help, helping provide better access to better mental health care for men and veterans and to su help support those who need it most right now. Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for, for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Just go to harrys.com slash Jonah to start shaving and saving today. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash J-O-N-A. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, all right. Welcome back to the show. We are still here. We are still Jenna Radio. Um, play music on the porch day, last Saturday of August. People from around the world are going to be uh, playing music using the hashtag play music on the porch day at play music on the porch on Instagram. And people are going to be posting uh, themselves uh, playing and be a part of the movement, be a part of the positivity that music can bring. And then maybe you too will meet some other similar weirdo on some other part of the planet. And then you guys can do a collaboration uh, and then maybe we'll even play it on the show. Huh? How about that? Absolutely. And I can work with somebody if seriously, if there's somebody out there wants to do something, we can figure it Uh, out. Brian, I have a question for you. See, so Brian, Brian, do the work. Uh, All right. I live in an apartment. Where, where should I, should I go just outside my apartment (laughs) to play music or should I go all the way down to the street? Well, a long time ago, you used to just be able to go outside and bring friends together. But since that's kind of over with, we're making allowances this year. So, yeah, whatever you want to do. I mean, in, like I said, in past, it was like get people together, have a party. And this year, kind of all bets are off. It's like social distance, wear a mask. Um, okay. Yeah, so inside your apartment a, is just I, fine. So it's more yeah. of the, the spiritual porch. right exactly in the past it was kind of being part of it you'd get outside and you'd have a little party or a gathering or something but i don't want to encourage that this year so yeah go for it if you're in an apartment whatever it's perfect yeah i say get a piece of wood and just stand on that piece of wood so you get that that spiritual porch (laughs) while you make music yeah (laughs) outstanding or maybe I mean, just buy well, some natural light porch. That's not a Build bad idea. Build a porch in your living room. <laughs> you'll see also like it's, you know, like uh, uh, some of the videos I've seen, especially in uh, African countries, people are just, you know, people are just in their homes or outside of their homes. Uh, you know, it's it's not necessarily just, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, people on porches. It's 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 people all over the place uh, in, in, their, in their homes and their communities doing it, which is really cool to see. Yeah, it started with the word porch, and it has become a, a kind of a difficult word to translate. It has so many different meanings around the world, and some people don't understand it the way we, we kind of have that tradition here with porches, but it doesn't necessarily translate all over the place. So it's something we talk about for the future of whether to keep that word or not, but it also helps explain the idea as well. You know, it's a community space. It's a gathering space. It's It has a lot you know, of metaphors. You know what image flashes in my head when yeah, I hear it, music, play music on the porch is the end of the jerk where Steve Martin uh, and his family (laughs) and his wife are, Oh, okay. Well, no, it's kind of a different part of it, but yeah, just them (laughs) all just dancing and hanging out on the park porch. I love that. I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, it also is the beginning of the coming late too. Ah, Um, uh, but, and this is what's neat. It's like that it's, it's, it's real music. It's music being played. And that's something that Anthrax's Scott Ian would be excited about because, uh, he's recently in an interview 
stated that uh, bands using backing tracks live should provide mm. a disclaimer on the tickets. Oh. <laughs> he says, I don't want to sound like an old man, but I mean, come on. Look, I get it. If it's some kind of giant pop act and a giant production or something like that, or if it's Pink Floyd doing The Wall, uh, or the, and there's recorded stuff, voiceovers or whatever, or like what Rob Zombie does where there's all the samples and everything like that, uh, I get it. That, that's fine. But I hate going to a show, and I just instantly know all the backing vocals are pre-recorded. I don't know how it could be a law, but I think it should be printed on the ticket that for bands doing that – and the shows that are doing that it should say 70% of the show you're you're paying $250 for is pre-recorded. It should say that on the ticket. Wow, what shows is he going to? That's a sweet <laughs> ticket. It, that's the crazy part. He just started naming like, you know, all the different Cirque du Soleil uh, shows he's been going to. I'm beginning to think that Love Show, yeah. they didn't have any of the original Beatles in that. But uh, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think about that? Uh, just the it's uh, there. Of course, like in this day and age, there's like lots of like pre-recorded stuff. You know, you see the you there's uh, you see the drummers with the the pads, the sequencing pads next to their you know drums and the laptops and whatnot. Uh, That's how it's done. Some people do it awesome. Some people yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. It's hard. It's hard to imagine even going to a concert. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Add one, add one more expense and one more like piece of red yeah. tape for them to have to jump through. They should know that. Yeah. Maybe at the beginning uh, of this, they didn't know how to yeah. play them live. The end of this, they really should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's uh, music in itself has been so volatile the past 20 years, uh, and it only is getting more increasingly so. And, and it's, you know, with Spotify and bands having a hard time uh, making music, uh, Daniel Eck, uh, who is the CEO of uh, Spotify, um, re- recently said there is a, su- a secret to success uh, uh, to get higher Spotify payout rates. Um, but what it requires is more output. And so what he says uh, is that there is a uh, uh, it's like artists today that uh, that are making it realize that it's about creating a continuous engagement with their fans it is about putting the work in, about storytelling around the album and keeping a continuous dialogue um, with your fans. And he says there's a there's a narrative fallacy here combined with the fact that obviously some artists that used to do well in the past may not do well in this future landscape where you can't record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. Okay. Isn't that crazy? It's a... Wow. It's a... It's... Yeah. Uh, apparently the guy in charge of music needs uh, you to do more work so he can make more money. (laughs) Listen, I'm looking at this boat. You're going to have to put out a couple more (laughs) albums. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who clearly understands the artistic process. (laughs) How it's about just grinding every day, putting a song out a day, not really giving a shit or being able to remember what you wrote the next day. Yeah. It's uh, and th- but that's the thing. That's what I've noticed is that you know there's more EPs and ever people are just kind of putting out songs as they uh, they make them. Um, uh, even like you know I've noticed with uh, the the what's going to become the new Idols album, but they're just putting like it's you know they're putting out a song from this album like every you know few weeks every month, and I think that's the, them maybe adapting to the new style. I don't know. I don't know for sure. You know. Yeah. 
Because I mean, it's also you're you're able to do that without the expense of you know physically producing stuff. So yeah, you know, like putting out like a physical album or a physical CD, which is uh, you know cost prohibitive. Yeah, it's a uh, it's um the guy Eck was uh he was labeled an obnoxious greedy little shit oh. by David Crosby. Uh, and, and Mike Mills of REM told him to go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's also, uh, uh, Tom York once compared Spotify to the last desperate fart of a dying corpse. Wow. <laughs> um, a little bit off the, uh, yikes, a uh, little bit off the subject, but did you see David Crosby criticizing people's joints last week? <laughs> people were sending in that, no. like he, he was giving notes on joints like oh that'll that that i i like it you know i don't like it crimped like that you got to leave the end open um and then it just evolved into like will it get you high then i'm yeah. good with it um it was it was a, it was a pretty good 20 minutes on Twitter <laughs> last week that's crazy yeah he that should. guy should have a podcast <laughs> Even if it was just called Jim Morrison's a dork, I would listen to it. Well, of uh, course, you'd listen to it. It's your two favorite things. Yeah, <laughs> Call, calling people dorks and, and negging Jim Morrison. Yeah, it's true. Um, Nico Case said about Eck, um, "This bitch has nothing to say to musicians. He keeps our royalties." And Clipping, uh, rapper Clipping off Sub Pop Records, says, "This man has never created anything as lasting or as beautiful as the worst song by your least favorite band." (laughs) And Nigel Godrich, uh, producer for uh, Radiohead, many many bands, even the the Terror Twilight album from Pavement, he says uh, um, uh, to the he was responding saying, uh, "Spotify CEO says." Working musicians can no longer release music only once every three to four years. And then Nigel said, Leech complains of body <laughs> bleeding too slowly. <laughs> yeah. He's created one website in his entire life, and that's it. And yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now he tweets from his fucking yacht. Yeah. D. Snyder also attacking him. He's like, while you, the listener, benefit and enjoy Spotify, it's part of what's killing a major income stream for artists and creators. The amount of artists rich enough to withstand this loss are about 0.0001%. Daniel X solution is for us to write and record more on our dime? Fuck him. I think he's... That's why I don't use it. Yeah, what do you use? What's that? Yeah. Uh, Apple Music, I guess. Uh, Jason Isbell said, uh, I mean, Hendrix put out an album every few months and it worked out great for him. Checks notes. <laughs> yeah. He just couldn't get to sleep and, uh, took a few pills too many. I wonder yeah. if it was his overwork that did that. <laughs> um, Jesus. RJD2 says, if Jeff Bezos came out and said, if you do delivery, working 50 hours a week isn't going to cut it, he would get fucking, uh, you know, exacerbated. Uh, this is why Spotify CEO saying, if you're an artist making an album every three to four years isn't going to cut it, it's so widely out of pocket. That's a, you know, and that's RJD2. That's a DJ. That's a guy that, uh, you know, um, yeah. is specifically digital. Yeah. Yeah. But works hard to, you know, have like, take his time to make stuff like it, it, RJD2 is amazing. Like yeah. it's like, it's, it's uh, the horror is, is such a, a classic album. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't put out another one for Neil. What was that? Like it three, was... four years before the next RJD2 album. 
Yeah, and he made the theme for Mad Men. That's right. Yeah. That's probably where he makes made most of his money. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No, I bet they bought it outright. They probably didn't pay yeah. residuals. <clears throat> Even Cloud Nothings, which is a great band, said, we've put out an album just about every year since we started, and streaming alone does not pay the bills. I do kind of understand what he's saying, but still basically an artist-unfriendly stance. Simply creating more streamable music does not equal making a living from streaming. Yep. Mm. It's crazy how they got away with, like, just, like, when digital streaming started, they just, like, cut those rates from, like, you know, when mm-hmm. people used to get played for, like, radio plays or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, oh, no, this is this new thing, and we're just not going to pay you anymore. Yeah. Um, like, I remember Nick Thorburn showed me a check from Spotify and it was like for like 35 cents. It's crazy. You need millions and millions and millions upon millions of uh, listens and streams to like make any amount of like, and then that gets that, yeah. then there's publishing gets taken out. Then the label gets taken. And then like, say you're in a band with four other people, then that's split four, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a, a, the guys from fucked up uh, said, Imagine if car companies were upset they weren't making enough money selling cars because somehow they were being devalued before they got to the consumer. And then the president of cars was just like, make way more cars to every single car company on earth at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah. Is Apple any better than Spotify? I, yeah. None of them are. None of them yeah. are. Yeah. Apple's not Apple's not good, but they made me sign up so I could just because if I wanted to like buy an album, you had to like now you have to like sign up for Apple Music. No, no, you don't. They still you can still buy w- through iTunes without having to sign up for Apple Music. Oh well, the time I tried to, I couldn't figure out how to do it without it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? <sighs> I'm a neo luddite. It's the new cool thing, dude. Get into it. All right. Be, be bad at computers when your job is computers. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, this is nothing I'm going to play because it just sounds like a good Misfits cover. But if you go over to MetalInjection.net, um, the members from Hatebreed and My Chemical Romance did a Misfits cover with <sighs> Max Weinberg on the drums. So if you oh, want, so the fun part is not so much the cover as just seeing Max Weinberg play uh, a Misfits song. <laughs> Which song is it? Uh, they uh, covered uh, Earth AD. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's it's just you know he's he's it's it's really neat and it's also kind of like it's like he's still keeping it with his Jersey roots, yeah. And his kids like in a like a metal band. Right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, is he really? I think so. Oh. Yeah, Dave Dave Clock did some work with them, and he said that uh, Max Weinberg was a pretty pretty cool dude. Nice. Um, uh, and in Jersey, other Jersey news. Um, recently, uh, uh. Um, someone asked uh, Michael Imperioli what uh, kind of music uh, James Gandolfini was into. And Michael Imperioli responded mm-hmm. with Green Day. And, <laughs> and, and then a guy said, yeah, fucking right. Jim listening to Dookie would be an honor to watch. And then, um, and then Michael Imperioli says he would play the vinyl of Dookie in his trailer at work. Totally serious. No joke. He <laughs> loved Green Day. <laughs> That's awesome. I like the idea of James Gandolfini just getting ready to be Tony Soprano by listening to fucking just Welcome to Paradise. Yeah, I, I don't know when you, when, <laughs> yeah, when you when you see that guy ducks. wading into the pool to to try and touch his ducks, you know that's a guy that masturbation's lost as fun. 
Uh, um, Neil, you have you have some music news that you're excited to talk about. Oh yeah, there's a new Travis Barker single that's supposed to come out today that I couldn't find yet. Yeah, it's because uh, because it, it wasn't Travis Barker. It was a uh, it was Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, it was. Yeah, I told oh. you last night. Oh well. In our text chain, you said there's a new Travis Barker single, and then I said, "Did you mean?" You said you said it's all about quarantine. I just saw his him say there's a um, there's a new single coming out tomorrow. So yeah. that's I assumed it was just him. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it was Blink One Eight Two. Um, oh, cool. See, so it's not it's not that no, easy not, researching yeah, all this music news for the show, Neil. No. Oh yeah, it took me uh, all of eight seconds to read a tweet and then go, "Hey, why don't you guys do this?" <laughs> we really appreciate your contributions to the show, Neil. Um, that Blink One Eight Two song, the quarantine song, not that bad. Kind of a return to form. Uh, it's uh, it's very uh, pop punk, very nineties, very uh, a lot of people comparing it to like classic Offspring as well. It has that Gallup beat, uh, the punk rock Gallup beat uh, that I think Blink One Eight Two has never really done, at least for not a really long time. Uh, um, so let's listen to a little bit of it. The lyrics are great, uh, but yeah, just uh, uh, give us a little bit of that. Okay. Yeah, not so bad. Nice and catchy. Very, very classic punk, pop punk sounding. Um, and I, what right. I what I forgot to uh, I said because uh, I forgot to do this. Uh, but uh, Bad Religion today did a like a orchestral piano cover of one of their old songs. That would have been a nice uh, a companion to that. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's kind of they, they did that. They all recorded it separately and put it together, and kind of yeah. a nice fun. Yeah, you're right. It does sound song. like Offspring. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. What were we saying, Brian? I like it. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, but it has nothing on this mashup of Donna Summer and Glenn Danzig. Let's hear a little bit of Donzig. Okay. <laughs> it, it's so awesome. good. That's the, really the whistle. Wow. Got, the whistle got me. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, one last piece of music news and we're going to, uh, break for a song, uh, in, uh, sad news, Vern Rumsey, uh, founding member of unwound also uh, recorded with blonde redhead, uh, is dead at 47. Um, really no, um, details about how it happened. Uh, uh, people said he had been sick for a bit. So, um, but, uh, unwound is one of the, one of the best, uh, kind of post hardcore bands. They're out of Washington. um, just a great, amazing band. And he was the bass player. And he was an amazing bass player, bass player. And I remember like, um, uh, my good friend, Donald, who I was in bands with, like, he was obsessed with this guy. Uh, you know, it, it's like his, his bass playing his riffs and we're going to, uh, just kind of play, uh, um, Donald's favorite unwound song. Uh, and then we'll be right back and wrap up the show. Uh, more, uh, more radio when we get back.
Okay. Web, 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 web. Uh, that was uh, Unwound. And uh, they're a great band. And it's a, a sad that, because uh, that's, a, that's a solid bass line. I love that bass line. Real good stuff. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's uh, let's just kind of wrap up the show. Neil. Yeah. Um, so Brian. Yeah. Uh, let's like, 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 so at play music on the porch at yep. And then www.playmusiconetheporch.com. So that's on the world wide web then on the world wide web. Yeah. I, I thought WW would clarify that. I, apologize. <laughs> I just say, I don't know acronyms sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I because I would when I think when I hear WW, anymore? I'm like, was it was a was a you know, you think some guy over 50 is that what you're saying? <laughs> some gray haired guy, over... <laughs> you're, you're you're getting you're getting real uh, you're getting you're, like I yesterday or the other day when I saw you, you were looking real um, uh, yeah. like real sh- you're like just the Jerry Sanders thing, yeah, a little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More Colonel Sanders than Jerry Garcia, I think. Unfortunately, yeah. actually, what if that there was a what if uh you know if if uh, Jerry Garcia made a song about Kentucky Fried Chicken? Wait, I don't have it. I, did you email <laughs> it? I don't. I don't have it. No, 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 no. Cash. It's, I'm, I'm asking you to do that right Hold now. On, let me get the banjo. Did you know that Colonel Sanders had a pet crow named Jim Crow? Oh no. Yeah, that's what kind of piece of shit he was. Jesus I mean, Christ. Well, I'm getting my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice sidestep yeah. on that, Brian. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's just uh, wrap it up here. Um, uh, play music Thanks on the first day. Uh, last Saturday of August. Tell your friends. It's if you're a band that's submitted uh, to this podcast, or if your friends have done it, like tell people about this. Like uh, even like um, even like maybe the week after, we'll do like a wrap up thing where we'll grab oh, a bunch awesome. of stuff that happened, and we'll have Brian back on, and we'll like we'll like talk about some of our favorite things that happened on that day. Oh, great! And everybody's welcome. If you look at it, you'll see a lot of traditional music, a lot of folk music, and stuff. But it's open to anything. I mean, there's so much great stuff that you'll find on it. So many different styles of music, so many different, it's it's just unbelievable once you dig in a little bit. So don't feel like there's a certain type of music, whatever you got, bring it. We've got to be as, as wide open as possible. Change the world. Yeah. Tell your friends in other countries. Let's get that up to 100 countries. Let's do that. Let's do really appreciate it. You guys. Thanks a lot. Of course. Um, and, uh, we're going to end with a song. Um, oh, yeah, just real quick. I just mm-hmm. want to say thanks to Dan Angler, our uh, our associate producer. I'm going to thank Cash Hartzell, our, our, our producer and co-host. Um, Neil? Yes. I showed up, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, still, Mike still doesn't work. I'm just on target. Yeah. Fidgety as ever, too. A lot of, uh, a lot of throat clearings and, 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 and like... Okay. Noted. <laughs> Do you see? You, you see? You can see your. Uh, God damn it! I'm tr- I'm trying to move my dumb mic away from my shirt. So that's what. That, that's the whole. That's what makes the noise. Well, I realize that now. <laughs> but well, I thought you were using the onboard mic from your computer. No, I'm using the headphone mic. Okay. Uh, well, 
Neil, do you want to, uh, did you want to promote anything you're working on? Um, what am I? Oh, no, uh, it's not going to come out for a while, but, uh, oh, I did do that Rick Springfield music video. Did you quit? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I just turned it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, here you go. Three days. Yeah. Um, uh, cash, anything you want? No, to tell they can figure it out. them goddamn selves. <laughs> all right so uh play music on the porch day last saturday of august uh hashtag play music on the porch day at play music on the porch www that's a worldwide web http colon forward slash forward slash www.playmusiconetheporchday.com um and we're going to link to that in the show notes uh and uh thanks everyone for uh listening paying attention to us uh spread the word about the show if you want your music played on the show send it to us jonah radio r-a-y-d-i-o at gmail.com if you want to ask us any questions or anything uh like you want us to do just email us email us anything yeah just send us whatever send us station ids do whatever you want um we're going to keep on trying to do the show as long as we can and uh we're going to end with uh a new idols track a collaboration with the streets now that's a nice matchup right there the streets and idols. uh and um idols idols one of my new favorite bands uh and this is the track none of us are getting out of this alive thanks for listening to radio The way girls fixate and pour over lip gloss I'm hard to love, I make idiot jokes But those the hardest to love are those that need it the most Some people drink to be interesting Some people drink to be interested The boss comes, fuck delays, lust rushes, love waits Fuck the crushes at rush hour Luck in love is like government power Just fucking boss case None of us are getting out of this life alive None of us are getting out of this life alive Four fathom five, my father lies None of us are getting out of this life alive None of us are getting out of this life alive None of us are getting out of this life alive That's why I don't go gentle into that good night That's why I'm shining brighter than the brightest light I twinkle like my blade in the belly of the right. Cause dollars don't shine for shit, they just talk shine. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, does not build prophecies of eye. So I'll be mouth and eyes for the soft foresight. Never act like an Audi driver, never mixed with the drink spikers, never seen with the seat pissers, never ever been a game misser. Cause missing a game will keep me up all night. Cause none of us are getting out of this life alive. None of us are getting out of this life alive. None of us are getting out of this life alive. None of us are getting out of this life alive. Four fathom five, my father lies. None of us are getting out of this life alive. When I was a young boy, I painted my room black. When I was a young boy, I rated the boom back. Cut to aerial footage of a scary estate. Keep going and prove them right. Send for everyone, end the night. Returning to home, still yearning to leave. 
Turning the sun in worsening seas Determined to put my searching at ease Circling seagulls determined to eat Into the smoke of the blue, green and chalk Sinking and blowing and dipping we talk Until the cliffs become big on our port side Closer and taller it makes me feel sure Calling me back at the start of the year All I ask is a star to steer